0: Menopause, the podcast for purpose-driven women who want to navigate perimenopause in a way that honors this important life transition and works with their body's innate wisdom. I'm your host, Renata Lynn. I'm a clinical herbalist specializing in supporting women through perimenopause and beyond with herbal medicine and nature-based self-care practices. I'm here to offer reliable information and holistic approaches to help you through the changes and challenges of perimenopause. I'm so pleased you could join me for my first episode of Holistic Menopause. Since this is the first episode, I'd like to tell you a little about me, why I created Holistic Menopause, my vision for the podcast, and then have a general discussion about perimenopause and end with a tip to get you started in improving your symptoms and smoothing your transition. I'm a clinical herbalist. I've been in practice for about eight years. I studied at Maryland University of Integrative Health, where I earned a Master of Science in Therapeutic Herbalism, a Postmaster's Certificate in Clinical Herbalism, and took several master's level courses in integrative nutrition. I also have a BS in chemistry from University of Maryland. I've had a 20 plus year career as a chemist and I still work part-time in that field. In a more personal sense, I love being in the forest and being deeply familiar with the flora and fauna. And I love being in the garden, growing my own food and medicine. So you might be wondering, What does a clinical herbalist do? In some ways, I work much like other health and wellness practitioners. I meet with clients, we discuss their health history and current concerns, and I review lab results, if available, and I do my best to help. As an herbalist, I also try to get a deep understanding of my clients, their personality, temperament, and constitution, what their life looks like, their family, work, hobbies, and interests, significant events and past trauma, if there is any. I then integrate all of that information and in partnership with my client, choose therapeutic goals and design a plan for achieving those goals that includes nutrition and lifestyle modifications and custom herbal formulas. I started working with women in the perimenopausal life stage when I was doing my training in the student clinic. I had completed my master's degree and progressed to my clinical training and that's who showed up for me. Through talking with women in the clinic then and now, several years later, and talking with women in the community and talking with friends, I found that the biggest frustration that women have about perimenopause is that nobody talks about it. There's a lack of information, a lack of discussion, and women often feel alone during what can be a very challenging time. Sometimes feeling confused and sometimes even feeling scared. So I created Holistic Menopause to offer reliable information about perimenopause from the lens that this is a natural transition in a woman's life and not a pathology or dysfunction. And what I envision is a short form podcast with 10 to 15 minute episodes, each dedicated to a topic related to perimenopause. My intention is to offer information about the experiences that you might expect, to touch on what might be going on in your body and why you might be having these experiences, what is not a normal part of perimenopause and when you might want to seek care. I'll also offer dietary and lifestyle approaches and herbal strategies for easing symptoms and for building a strong foundation of wellness to carry you into the future. Okay, let's talk about perimenopause. Today, I wanna to set the stage for future episodes by giving a general overview. So let's start by defining menopause. Menopause is a single event. It is a cessation of menstruation, and you can only know in retrospect that it has occurred. Once you've gone 12 months without a period, then you're considered to be postmenopause. For most women, menopause occurs between the ages of 45 and 55, the average age in the US being 51. Perimenopause, on the other hand, is the time around menopause, that last menstrual cycle. So, It's the years leading up to the last menstrual cycle and that one year after. Perimenopause generally occurs sometime in our 40s and 50s and it can last anywhere from 2 to 10 years. Typically, two phases of perimenopause are recognized early and late and these phases are defined by the type of menstrual cycle changes that occur. However, the Center for Menstrual Cycle and Ovulation Research defines four stages of perimenopause, and this reflects what I see in my herbal practice. These stages are very early perimenopause, the early menopause transition, the late menopause transition, and late perimenopause, and they are defined as follows. During the very early perimenopause, hormones begin to shift, but cycles are still regular. You may experience symptoms like heavier menstrual flow, worse cramping, newer worsened PMS, and mood changes. The early menopause transition is characterized by changes in menstrual cycle length and flow. Cycle length meaning the length of time between the beginning of one period and the beginning of the next period might be shorter or longer, though shorter cycles are more common at this stage. Menstrual flow might be heavier and spotting may occur. The late menopause transition is characterized by longer cycles and the start of skipped periods and that's defined as 60 days or more with no period, um, with increasing periods of amenorrhea. So you could go several months um, without a period. Flooding periods and spotting are common during this stage. Then there's the late perimenopause stage, and, and that is the one year with no period, after which you're considered to be postmenopause. So I don't want to imply that an orderly progression through these stages is typical. Um, it's not unusual for instance to go without a period for several months and then return to regular cycles for a period of time. As we approach menopause, the levels of our reproductive hormones begin to shift. Several hormones are affected but most of the symptoms we experience are due to the changes in estrogen and progesterone. Estrogen and progesterone are produced primarily in the ovaries as part of the ovulatory cycle. And in the years approaching menopause, ovarian function can become erratic and the number of anovulatory cycles, menstrual cycles where ovulation does not occur, increases as a result estrogen and progesterone decline but with a lot of fluctuation this fluctuation is related to ovarian function and whether or not ovulation occurs as well as changes in the responsiveness of the hormonal feedback mechanism that regulates the menstrual cycle so levels of estrogen and and progesterone can become quite erratic and often estrogen and progesterone become out of balance. So as I mentioned, many of of our perimenopausal symptoms are due to the decline and fluctuation of estrogen and, and changes in estrogen progesterone balance. And because estrogen is active throughout our bodies, a wide variety of symptoms are possible. So the most common symptoms that clients seek my help for are mood changes, anxiety in particular, but also irritability and depression, and sometimes frequent cycling through those moods. Uh, Then there's hot flashes and night sweats and sleep disturbances and heavy bleeding. Um, Other symptoms that I hear about regularly are heart palpitations, spring fog, urinary incontinence, and vaginal dryness. And because estrogen is active throughout our bodies, other symptoms like digestive changes, muscle aches, and more are possible. In terms of overall health, estrogen has important roles in, among other things, bone health, cardiovascular health, and brain health which is why our risk factors in these areas change at this life stage. And I'll talk about how to support your health in these areas in future episodes. Now, I don't want you to be alarmed at this list of symptoms and health concerns. First of all, it's unlikely that any one individual will experience all of these symptoms, and certainly not all at the same time. In fact, I think I've never seen that. Second, nutrition, movement, and other lifestyle factors and herbal medicine can have a profound influence on perimenopausal symptoms and our overall health and wellness. And that's really great news because there's a lot that you can do to feel vital and healthy during this life stage and to support your health and well-being in general. I also believe that the symptoms that a person experiences during perimenopause are vital clues from their body about the kind of support that it needs. So in devising strategies to ease symptoms, we can also devise strategies for targeted as well as overall support of long-term health and wellness. Now one simple change that you can make to get started improving your symptoms is to include foods high in phytoestrogens in your diet. Phytoestrogen compounds in plants, including isoflavones, lignins, and others, have a structure similar to estrogen and can have some estrogen-like activity in your body. They do have a weaker action than the estrogen made in your body, which is called endogenous estrogen. But the estrogenic action that they do provide can be an important part of an approach to smoothing the menopausal transition and can really make a difference in improving symptoms. Phytoestrogens can also be quite helpful in situations of high estrogen and we'll talk about that in a future episode. Phytoestrogens from food are considered safe and protective for most women especially as part of a long-term dietary pattern. They occur naturally in most foods at some level. Some particularly good sources include soy like tofu and tempeh, um, legumes like lentils and beans, and flax seeds. Um, These are all good options. And I want to give you um, a little tip here. If you choose to add flax seeds to your diet, I want to encourage you to get whole flax seeds, grind some up, and then store them in the freezer, and you can sprinkle a tablespoon or so of them on your food each day. Now all of these foods have a host of other benefits, like providing a wide array of vitamins and minerals and fiber, and supporting a healthy microbiome which, it turns out, is extremely important to pretty much all aspects of our health and well-being. So today we went through a general overview of perimenopause and its stages, talked a little about the hormonal changes and symptoms that might occur, and talked about the benefits of phytoestrogen-rich foods. So, I really want you to remember that perimenopause is a natural transition and it does have its challenges. And I want you to know that there is a lot that you can do holistically to ease symptoms, make the transition smoother, and support your overall health and well-being. Thanks so much for joining me for my very first episode of Holistic Menopause. You can follow Holistic Menopause on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more podcast platforms. And please share if you know someone who might benefit from this information. You can visit my website at RenataLynn.com, that's R-E-N-A-T-A-L-Y-N-N.com, where you can learn how to work with me clinically and sign up for my newsletter to receive information about upcoming workshops as well as more tips and information about a holistic, nature-based approach to perimenopause. Until next time!